Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Eng. How is everyone doing this Sunday? For me, at least, it's been a really long week. Normally, the weeks go by pretty quickly because we're in quarantine still and my weekly routine is basically the same thing each week. But I don't know, this week just feels a little bit different and maybe it has to do with my sister being home, not sure. In my last episode, I told you guys that I'm going to have some future podcast episodes featuring my twin sister and those are definitely coming soon, so stay tuned for that. We kind of just have to wait until she finishes her two-week quarantine before we start to get together and stuff because we can't forget the fact that she did come home from Florida and they're not doing so well right now in terms of their COVID numbers and everything, so better to be safe than sorry. It's super hard to not be able to really interact with her that much now that she's home because it's been so long since I last saw her. So as much as I want to go ahead and hug the crap out of her, I can't. But that's totally fine because I wouldn't want to risk putting my family in danger of getting it, you know, COVID from her. And guys, I just found out the other day that some people actually lose their hair when they get COVID. And obviously that's not the worst thing that can happen when you get it because there are situations where people can die. But damn, I did not know that and honestly pretty scared because I do love my hair and I would not want to lose it. But that all being said, I just do hope that you guys are staying safe and being careful out there knowing, you know, what stuff can happen when you do get COVID-19. Anyway, getting into today's episode, we're going to be talking about staying home for college. I wanted to come on here and kind of share my college experience while living at home with my family. Um, I feel like there are a lot of people out there that when looking for colleges, They want to ensure that they chose somewhere that's out of state so that they don't have to stay home and live with their families. And of course, that is completely understandable. The college experience is all about being independent and gaining responsibility and learning how to live on your own. It's probably one of the many steps into adulthood that a lot of people really look forward to. I know my audience on this podcast really ranges from people in high school who are not yet in college And then there are also people who are in college already or have finished college. Like, it really ranges from that category. And so I really wanted to share this episode topic with you guys because I think it'll be helpful for those of you who are not yet in college and debating whether or not to stay close to home for college or to go farther away. And maybe to dispel some stereotypes also about staying home for college. And as for those of you who are already in college or are not in college anymore, Whether or not you're away or at home, I still think this episode will be really interesting to hear someone else's perspective on actually staying home for college. But any of you who are out there who are staying home for college as well as me, I know y'all can really relate to some of the things that I'll be talking about and mentioning in this episode. Now that I think more about it, I feel like this topic can also be really quite relevant to many of you, especially during these times um, where the pandemic has forced a lot of us to shift to online learning purposes. So that means a lot of you who have been away from home and, you know, partying it off, well, now things are going to be a little different if you're forced to stay and learn at home. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to start this episode talking about a little earlier on during high school when I was deciding on which college to attend. Um, Like I said earlier, a lot of people, at least in my high school, their decisions on which college to go to was based on obviously how good the school was, but then also where it was located. And a lot of people didn't want to stay near home because they kind of wanted to be set free and be more independent away from their parents and stuff. Back to when I was deciding which college to go to, as I've mentioned before in my previous episodes, my one and only top choice was Parsons because 
I mean, I've been dreaming of attending Parsons since I was first introduced to it on Project Run- Runway. And then just hearing about the reputation many years after that made me want to go to it even more. It just so happened that Parsons was located in New York City, and I happened to be close to New York City. Um, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but my second choice for school was actually the Savannah College of Art and Design, also known as SCAD. But they have many campuses, um, but the one I wanted to attend to was the one in Savannah, Georgia. And now actually remembering it, SCAD was the first school that I actually got admitted into. I got into SCAD early action, and I remember how happy I was to at least have gotten into my second choice, and at that point, I honestly didn't even care if I got into Parsons anymore because it still would have been really nice to attend SCAD. But obviously, as you guys have gathered, I did get into Parsons a couple weeks after SCAD, and obviously, I was super happy about that, and I committed to attending to Parsons right on the spot. And at that point, I was not concerned at all about where it was located or that I had to stay home for college and not move out and stuff. I was just way too ecstatic about attending my dream school. Like, you know, who wouldn't? The most interesting thing is that my sister wanted anything other than to stay at home for college. She wanted to move out for sure and just, you know, have the full college experience. And that was one of the big motivating factors as to why she had the college choices that she did. My twin sister does study out of state, so she dorms at school and all that jazz. I remember when we were talking about college choices in high school with each other, and all my sister just really stressed how much she wanted to move out and enjoy life being independent. And to be completely honest, I never really desired any of that. I am probably literally the only person out here who just doesn't want to live independently. But yeah, weirdly enough, I was actually so glad that I could just live with my family and stay home for college. Also, I did want to mention that I am extremely grateful and aware of the fact that I am, you know, privileged enough to get to even choose to study away from home or stay at home. Some people don't get that choice and they have to stay at home for family reasons or financial reasons, whatever it is. But I do recognize how lucky I am that I even got to make that choice of, you know, either going away or staying at home. But in the end, I just chose to stay at home for college. This semester, I'll be going into my third year of college, and wow, does time go by extremely fast. I I just can't even believe that this year and then one more year of school left before I graduate and become a working woman. But if you're not new to this podcast, you'll know that I've just been dying to graduate, you know, all the time and get the hell out of school. Nothing against school or Parsons or anything. I just really want to start working and living my full adult life. Anyway, I've been blabbing on for a little while, but you guys are, of course, here to hear about my experience living at home for college. And there are truly so many pros and cons about living at home. Some of the obvious great and amazing reasons you guys might have gathered, you know, I don't have to pay for housing and food and drink. Since I'm living at home, I'm quite literally getting free housing. And unlike the housing that people get in New York City, which is very small and cramped, I get a whole room to myself with all of the things that I need and want. And that's the thing too, depending on where, you know, you're from, it could really be better or worse to live outside of your home. If I were to dorm or even rent in New York City, I would be quite literally living in a shoebox. And with the amount of stuff that I want and have to bring from home, it just wouldn't work out. Being at home, I get to have my full bathroom, full room, and the kitchen and living room to be around. Believe it or not, with living at home, I've also been able to save big time on food and drink. A lot of the time, I'll bring lunch from home or bring coffee and water from my house so I don't have to purchase those things when I'm actually in the city. 
Honestly, though, city coffee is my weakness, so I'm not really saving all that much from coffee, you know, with my money. But the lunch situation, I do bring salads from home most of the time because, as you guys know, the city food can get really expensive. So with that money that I save from not paying for rent and buying outside food, I can really, you know, just use that money to spend on other things and invest in other things. So personally, for me, it's been really freeing to just spend my own money and, you know, my own things and not have to worry about contributing that money to pay for rent or anything else. I mentioned this before, but just being at home and in my room has been the biggest blessing for me because unlike a lot of people who have to move out, I get to stay in a place where I'm already so comfortable being in and so used to being in. The pandemic honestly made me realize a lot about being home because when we all had to move remotely and do schoolwork from home, I realized that I actually had everything that I needed all in my own home. And I'm lucky to be able to even say this because I know a lot of my friends who were put under a lot of pressure because they didn't have the tools and materials they needed to do their work at home. But in my personal case, I, you know, had my sewing machine here, I had my dress form and all of the materials that I needed. So I was super lucky. And I guess it all just really varies on a case-by-case basis. One of the other things that I've just been so grateful for with living at home is honestly just being a lot closer to my family. And that may sound like a positive or negative thing depending on the relationship that you have with your families, but I'm so grateful to say that my relationship with my family is very strong. I love my parents and my siblings and I would just about do anything for them. Being able to stay home for school has allowed me to stay super close with them and still get the chance to really spend time with them even though, you know, I still have to go to school and all that. And I have a brother for those of you who actually don't know that little fact about me and obviously we aren't as close as I am with my twin sister, but we are still pretty close and staying, you know, home has allowed me to kind of bond with him a little more and I help him on his assignments and other stuff sometimes. So it's quite nice to be here with my family and all that. And I'm always the type of person who wants to be one of the first people to find out the news. So I always joke around with my family that if my brother ever got a girlfriend, I'd, you know, want to be the first one to know that. And I can't really be the first one to know if, I, if I'm away for college. Also, if there are any cases of emergencies or anything like that, then it's nice to be home with your family because then you can be there for them and, you know, get there in a short amount of time. I don't know. I'm sure there are other pros to being home as well, but it is also a big plus that I didn't really have to pack up my whole life and then move somewhere else because I honestly saw so many people go through that, including my own sister, and it just seemed like so much work that I did not have to go through. Another thing that actually came to my mind just now was that living at home for me has made things easier for me in the sense that I don't really have to be worried about getting reacclimated with an entirely different place. And what I mean by this is, since I live here and go to school here, I kind of already know where everything is and how to go about doing what I want to do. I can imagine so many people that were moving to NYC to come to school might have found it challenging in some ways to learn the area and get used to how... New York City works. But for me, I was just going about my everyday life and it was super nice. In my case, something a person in my school would come across would be like, oh, where are the best and cheapest fabric shops around me and etc. I mean, of course, you can definitely look that stuff up and easily find out where they are and how to get there. But for me, it was kind of just like clockwork for me to hop on a train and then get to those places because I already knew where they were. Anyway, though, I've certainly been mentioning a lot of the perks that come with staying at home for college, but there are definitely some not so good things about it. One of the most challenging things for me has been dealing with my overprotective parents. 
And if you're not in my case and you're staying at home but do not have overprotective parents, you'll probably be better off than I am. Don't get me wrong, I love my parents with all my heart, but they do tend to fall on the overprotective side. I am 20 years old right now, but I do still have to get my mom's permission to do a lot of things, and part of it is because I am still living under their roof. I'm not talking about permission to, like, get a nose ring or a butt tattoo or anything like that. I'm talking about permission to, like, stay out later than 12 a.m. or permission to go to a guy's apartment sometimes. I know it sounds a little crazy because I am 20 years old, but, you know, it is what it is. Honestly, the majority of the time when my parents, but mostly my mom, restricts me from doing something, I do tend to get very angry, and that is how, you know, I end up fighting with my parents sometimes. But something I've been noticing and realizing as I get older is I'm really freaking lucky to say that I do have parents who care about me and my well-being and to watch out for me. Because if you gave me the alternate solution, which is to have parents who don't care about me at all being out late at night or going to some random guy's house, then I wouldn't really want that either. I am so grateful that my parents care enough about me to, you know, even say something. So, to be honest, I don't really complain that much anymore or fight back with them because I've learned to kind of accept it. And it's not like they're telling me those things for no reason. They're telling me for a reason. So, yeah. Another major con that I'm sure is, like, jabbing out to a lot of you is the fact that I'm not getting the full quote-unquote college experience. Now, as I've mentioned kind of earlier on, I never really crave the full-on college experience of like dorming with my best friends and going to parties and stuff like that, and that obviously shows a lot about the kind of person I am. I don't know if mature would be the correct word to describe it, but especially when I did the whole episode about hustle culture, like that's pretty much like describes all about me. I'm definitely a hustler and I just always want to stick to doing the work and just getting the work done and not have to worry about anything else. I'm so work focused sometimes that I don't really realize the stuff that I'm missing out on and that's not to say I'm not a social person. I like to think of myself as an extroverted person. It's just that my main priorities in life were always set to getting somewhere in life and making a name for myself so I kind of neglected all of the best things that came with being in college. I know a couple of years down the road, I'll be looking back at my college years and regret not living up to the full college experience. And by no means does that mean that I've been miserable at college. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I've had the best time for what I consider to be a good time, and I've made such amazing friends along the way. I just don't really know any better and don't have anything to compare it to. There are always times when I do get envious of my other friends, though, when I see them dorming with some of their best friends and having, you know, late night runs to restaurants or going partying at night. And social media hasn't been the best thing for that either because that's often how I see a lot of the stuff that I've been missing out on. I'll be the first to say that I'm not a party girl or anything with all things considered. I don't even drink or like the taste of alcohol, but it doesn't hurt sometimes to go out and have some safe fun with the girlfriends especially since I do have to commute to and from school every day during the school days. I can't really leave the city all that late because I don't feel that comfortable with being on the subway alone that late at night. And it's really scary, you guys, coming home on the subway that late. I remember during my freshman year at Parsons and a little bit into my sophomore year as well, I sometimes went home at like 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. And the subways at those times are pretty creepy, let me tell you. Not even just like the dark ambiance of everything, but the people that are on the subways at those times are, you know, not the safest looking people. And if you have experienced anything like what I'm describing, then you'll know exactly what I mean. 
Personally, I feel like the biggest thing that I really want to experience is the dorming with friends part of college. That to me is a little saddening that I don't get to experience that because especially since being in New York City, it would just be such a dream to be able to live with my friends and have fun in the city. I kind of got to experience that living in the city a little bit because my best friend has an apartment and she does let me stay there with her often, which is super sweet of her for allowing me to stay with her on so many different occasions. As you guys probably know and anyone who does know me in person definitely knows that I eventually want to have my own apartment in the city and even though I still so have much of the world left to see, I already know deep down in my heart that I'm going to be living in the city for the rest of my life. Mark my words. It was said on this podcast, so there's basically no taking it back. Of course, I can see myself, you know, moving around in the future and venturing to a lot of other places for a little bit, but in the end, I'm always going to come back to my roots. Another thing that I feel like I'm missing out on big time while staying at home is in gaining a greater sense of responsibility. And that probably sounds a little dumb, but you guys don't know how spoiled I am with my parents at home doing everything for me, from doing the dishes to doing the laundry and even sometimes packing my lunch for me, which is super embarrassing to, to even say. Probably when I was saying that, some of you who were listening you were listening with your jaws to the floor because that's kind of absurd to be 20 years old and still having, you know, my parents doing a lot of those things for me. But the fact of the matter is, I just kind of grew up with my parents always doing everything for me. And you would think that once college came, I would go off and do all of, the, of those things for myself. But I didn't really move out and I'm still at home. So that's why my sister used to be in my position as well, where my parents did everything for us. But when she moved away for college, she kind of learned how to do all of those other things on her own. And guys, it's not like I don't know how to do those things. I know how to wash dishes and do laundry. I just don't really do them myself when I'm at home because my parents do it for me, which sounds worse than it actually is. Anyway, yeah, I just feel like if I wasn't staying home during college, it would have forced me to learn how to do those things because I kind of have to depend on myself since my parents aren't there to do it for me. I know living at home is really not an excuse for not taking some basic responsibility, but like I'm sure many of you would do the same thing if there was someone constantly just doing those responsibilities for you. Oh, and another thing is I cannot cook, which I know is not the most important thing and it's not the end of the world, but I've found it to be really inconvenient when I go on trips with my friends and stuff because I'm not able to help them, you know, out and cook the meals. Weirdly enough, I've been wanting to learn and get really good at cooking, but nowadays it's just super hard to find the time to do those things when there are just so many other things that I feel like need my focus. I know it's all just like excuses, excuses, but some part of what I said is kind of true. And not to like bring up or encourage any gender stereotypes whatsoever because I don't believe in them to begin with, but most women know how to cook or at least prepare a meal. So in a way that puts some pressure on me as well to learn how to do those things. But to be completely honest, and I've already come to terms with this, I am just not wifey material. But like who cares, right? We're all about breaking barriers and gender norms on here. Anyway, guys, in all seriousness, I think my overall experience with staying home um, in college was mostly a positive one. And even though I'll never be able to truly relive my college life the way that most people have lived theirs, I can say that my college life was still a positive one and I don't regret any of the choices that I've made thus far. I feel like it's all about making the best moments out of what you've got because, like, sure, I'm not getting the full college experience, but I'm still making the most out of what I've got. That's the real secret, guys, and such a perfect way to close up this podcast episode. 
As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, love you guys as always and see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.